0: Welcome to Thursday Night Point Class. My name is Katherine Kogel and this is Thursday Night Point Class, which is a podcast about dance and art. I've been thinking a lot about individuality as an artist in the ballet world specifically, in the dance world, and how it's kind of hard to find that individuality even though it's so asked for, especially like you hear directors or teachers and stuff being like, you know, that's what choreographers want. They want to see your individuality. They want to see who you are. I mean, even if you just go into the um, commercial world of like acting and getting commercials and stuff like that, it's like, we we don't just want like another whatever model slash actor slash dancer. It's like, we want to see who you are as an artist, as an individual. And I think that there's a lot of that pressure happening on young people to be like, Who are you as an individual? But yet we support individuality, but like you gotta show your individuality and what sets you apart. And then you can tie that all the way into applications for colleges. It's like you have these kids out here doing so much shit to like running around with their heads cut off like chickens, just like trying to prove that they're an individual that stands out, that's different. And it's so crazy to me because in this effort to want to have people be individuals we're just still like pushing them into kind of the same mindset of like push 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 drive hard in order to prove that you are who you are you have to like work really hard to prove who you are instead of just being who you are okay how do we take all that into dance and into being an artist think about in the ballet world and in schools going back to people saying like oh choreographers really want to see individuals and see like who you are on stage and who are you who are you show me who you are all that sort of stuff i've even like asked that for myself as a as a teacher but i don't think there's actually a lot of allowance for people to discover that in a classical ballet setting. And that's kind of unfair for me to say because I think teachers do the best that they can and they develop, And when you have good teachers, you have teachers who are developing a really beautiful space in the classroom for people to discover who they are. And so that's like an unfair thing for me to say, blanket statement. But if we think about just the history of what ballet schools have been and where we're coming from, it there's still this underlying energy of like, still conform to what is considered the right thing, the right way to look, the right way to dance, the right way to present yourself, the right way to explore who you are, you know? Like everything, there is still kind of like a right and wrong way in the dance world, uh, especially ballet, and that's what I'm trying to point out and talk about. And I would like to talk about how you could possibly navigate that as an individual, as a young dancer, or a dancer in a company trying to figure out who you are in the face of a world that's so black and white, right and wrong. Ballet is like the epitome of black and white, right and wrong. How do I know that? Because I have come from that and have had to discover that within my own life and it has just been reinforced in the ballet world. Um, One way that I see, like, things being right, there's still an expectation of, like, how when you go into a company or in a school, whoever's leading that space, there's still this need to have to placate to what they want. That's also maybe just kind of how the world works. You know, you do have to build relationships with people in order to do things, you know, but there is this, pretty strong feeling of having to conform in some way to what, or operate in a way that the person who's in charge thinks is the right way. You don't have to do that, but usually that's something that one would do in order to be in the good graces or move up or whatever in company space, especially. So they can be asking for your individuality, but on a certain level, you have to kind of discover for yourself what am I willing to hold true for myself and what am I willing to like maybe play around with or observe and try to be in a good space with who's ever the person at the helm who really kind of gives the yeses and nos and opportunities. So when you're trying to be an individual and trying to find your voice as an artist, I think it's really important to really see for yourself and decide for yourself what you're, willing, what you're willing to take on in regards to working in the way that the space is asking you to work. And what are you willing, not willing, but like where do you absolutely have to follow through for yourself? You know, let me try that one again. I think we could do better. I think that when you're dancing consistently every single day and you also are in schools where schools especially, but companies too, but schools have so many different types of dance being offered to a lot of the dancers. A lot of ballet schools have so many different types of dance now being offered and you're being asked to really deepen and explore um, who you are as an artist and a dancer through those other avenues. I think it's really important to give yourself the grace to step into that space with the fear of maybe not doing it right and the curiosity to just see what happens. We're not always able to really confidently step into every single space. And I think a lot of times when you're so talented at ballet at a young age and it comes so naturally to you, it's hard to feel like you can step into something that doesn't feel as natural because it was just so easy. Like if somebody asks you to do something, you could do it. And when you are going into another form of dance where you're not as practiced in that and your body just doesn't as naturally move in that way, there can be an immediate just kind of like shutdown in regards to like, oh my God, like I can't do this. I'm not good enough. It doesn't come easy for me. It's like, I have to actually work at this. What the hell? You know, like this doesn't make any sense. I'm not used to this at all. Like there's a level of ballet, even though ballet is always really hard, there's a level of ballet for people who are at a certain level. Like it just always generally came very easy even though the work is hard, it's still like, it makes sense in your body. And so giving yourself grace to be able to be like, I'm going to approach a new way of moving my body. I know I love moving my body, so let me approach this way and be okay with being a novice. It's so important to be okay with being a novice. And when there's so much expectation on us to perform at such a high peak and to have such fine attunement to the way we're moving, if we don't get that right away in other movement qualities, we can shut down so quickly. And that's the exact opposite of what we need in order to explore. If you are not open, you're not going to get anything from what you're learning. Meaning if you're shut down in your emotions and in your mind about what is happening for you in that classroom, You're not going to have any awareness because the whole time you're just going to be in this kind of like shame, negative, fearful space. And so even if you go in and being like, I'm going to do, this is going to be not great and it's going to be awkward as I'll get out and it's going to be uncomfortable and I'm going to be fumbling around and this and the other, but you still have this mindset of like, I'm going to see what happens. You will learn so much because you'll have an awareness as you're doing the movement and are in the classroom that will help you help inform you as you continue to move forward with that movement. And when it informs you about that movement, it's going to inform you about you, which is how you find your individuality. It's just understanding more about yourself. And the more that you explore different types of movement, especially I think with like improv and just free movement for yourself, the more you're able to bring that quality into the dance form that you love the most. And especially for ballet dancers, like you can really find a specific quality that is you that you can express through the common technique. And that's what people are looking for. However, there's, I mean, not a however, there's also the fact that, you know, choreographers at times can, they want you to move like them usually, or the steps are what come natural to them and so they're pushing you to be yourself but like also echo them and their movement ability that's an interesting conversation that's why it's also really interesting in regards to balanchine and all these old ballets because it's like bro like who are we trying to echo here like it's echo bodine up in this like this person's been dead for a long time, and some of the dancers that originated it have also been dead. Like, who are we trying to be here? Ghosts? I mean, some ballets, you are a ghost, Willies. You know, it's like, anyway, it's just kind of confusing. Like, why are we still doing these ballets and trying to echo it the way people have done it in the past? when we're not even really feeling the energy of those people in the space. I don't know. It's like, it's hard for me to explain. I'm not really saying there's anything wrong with it, but it's kind of, it's just like boring. It's like, you know, how many times are we going to see these ballets? Like, how many times am I going to watch 10 Things I Hate About You in my lifetime? Like, until I get bored, you know? I just think there needs to be equal parts new to repeats. That's just how I think. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're moving on. Anyway, finding your individuality. Back to that. I I don't want people to ever feel like they have to show up like there's something other than who they are. And a lot of times we can feel like when we're in a dance studio that we have to perform for people in order to get them to like us and in order to please them. And that's like one of the worst feelings to have. And it's almost like it's an expectation in the dance world, in the ballet world, especially like You need to show up and please me, whoever's in the front of the room, whether that's a director, a ballet master, which I know they don't use that word anymore, or a choreographer. And that's just kind of really unfair, or a teacher, really unfair to the student or to the dancer because it doesn't take into consideration that they are an individual artist too and that they also have thoughts and feelings about how they want to move ultimately it's their body that they're that you're being asked to move that you're asking them to move it in a certain type of way and that's so incredibly personal and if we want to get really deep and get into the you know feminine aspect it's like asking a woman's body to do something especially if you're a man and telling them what to do and telling them how to move their body like there's a level of control there that is an interesting conversation to have if we really want to have it and even women telling other women how to move their bodies. I mean, it's it's a really interesting thing to do. There's partially an agreement in regards to, like, you know, people want to get better in a technique, and there's a trust there between teacher and student or choreographer and dancer in regards to, I'm agreeing by being here that I want to grow in a certain type of way or get better at a technique or whatever. But I think that there can be times where it can feel hard for a dancer to feel like when they're not really wanting to show up physically 110% the way sometimes it can be required in a class or in a rehearsal, that there isn't always a respect in regards to where a, a human body is at and a human being is at. And that's, again, that's a blanket statement. That's not all the time, but it it is something to consider. And I'm not saying that like there is the idea of sometimes we need to push to grow. And sometimes people can see that for us when we can't always see it and they will help guide us. But that's a deep level of trust that you need to have with that person. And a lot of times when we're younger, we... Naturally trust people quickly, and there can be a level of ad- of being taught how to be taken advantage of. Meaning, you know, I'm your teacher. I know what's best for you. You're in a formidable age, and then once you get into a company, you've been taught this is how you have to show up to everybody who's in charge in the ballet world, and it might be a little bit more skewed in a company that's not as healthy in regards to who's in charge and how they're pushing you and what they're expecting and you know and if it's if you're not being taught and encouraged to find your your voice and trust the instincts of your body and trust the intuition that you have of like this doesn't feel good trusting the subtle energy of your body of being like yo I'm not putting up with this you know what I mean like this doesn't feel like it's freeing me it feels like it's constricting me it doesn't feel like it's you know helping me grow it actually feels like it's forcing me like there's there's these subtle differences so my I don't want to say concern. But what I've noticed is that there is this kind of brainwashing that can happen just because people are young and like, you know, you're eager, you want to dance a lot and you want to be seen and you want to be given opportunities. But there's a wisdom around having boundaries that is not often talked about and taught for younger people when they get into companies because those boundaries, those lack of boundaries are preyed upon by directors to get young bodies to be able to do whatever they want them to do, which is dance a lot and do a bunch of things as a core member but not actually ever be promoted and dance even more and push your body when you're feeling injured because you're afraid of, you know, not moving up or getting another core contract next year or whatever. And that is not cool because you're, you're ultimately it comes down. It's like spiritual warfare because it comes down to people teaching people to not pay attention to their body and praising not paying attention to the wisdom of your body. Honestly, I don't know if any of this makes sense, but It kind of makes sense to me a little bit, you know, (laughs) kind of makes some sense. Okay, how can you have boundaries for yourself in order to find your individuality, stay true to your individuality, and also be able to follow the wisdom of your body and the intuition that you have? I would say it really always comes back to paying attention to where your energy is at. Are you paying attention to, where is your attention on for pleasing? Are you trying to please yourself and what feels good for you? Or are you trying to only please the person in the front of the room? And the more that you can pay attention to where your attention is, the more information you're gonna be able to gather to help you make a choice about whether you're staying in tune with you or if you're forcing yourself to do something for somebody outside of you, is your body being forced to do something when, in order to please somebody, or are you actually like doing this for your growth, for your depth of an artist, for your dance, for your chance to get better and stronger and more adept and all that sort of stuff? Are you answering to the art form because you love to be an, you want to be an artist, or you are an artist? or are you answering to another person? And the more that you can choose and feel that you're answering to your desire to be a great artist or, and feel good in your art, that's when you're able to unleash your own personal voice as a dancer, which that's what we need. That's what people want. They might not understand how to support that all the time, they might get it twisted sometimes. But I'm telling to you, you don't get it twisted. If we all don't get it twisted, then it's never going to be twisted. And it's just going to be strands just like in the trolls video or movie where they had the strands of the strings come together to harmonize all the different forms of music. We need them all because that makes a beautiful rainbow of music, you know, So the more that we don't get them all twisted up and get our undies in a bunch about what's happening, the more we actually further the art form because you have so many more voices and depth of personal expression that in my opinion is source given, that is given from the divine and that we've all been given our own divine way of expression and that's how we get the new-new on this earth for the dance world. And, you know, they say there's nothing new under the sun, which I completely agree with. However, there's always a new expression of that. That's what I think, is that you can repeat something. And I guess that maybe ties into, like, what I'm talking about, like, doing balling ballets over and over and over. There's always a new expression of it. You can do old art, but do a new version and expression, you know? Each dancer has its own expression of it. But I think that the more that we can express and deepen and dive into the depths of who we are as human beings, that's really just going to excavate and transform ourselves as artists, our art and our movement, which then transforms dance as a whole, which is really cool and very important. What else can you do? to help yourself in this journey to be yourself. I think that being willing to have boundaries is very important. And I know that that's a hard thing to have when you are a student, especially. But I would say also, especially being in companies. But having the boundaries to be able to be like, nah, I'm gonna pass up on that, on that role, on that, you know, that request of me, because it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel good. I don't like how the energy of the space is, and how people are being treated, or how I'm being treated, or whatever. And saying like, "No, I'm good. I don't need that." I think is like actually really powerful. And also being able to speak up and say and have a conversation, not not be angry or or defensive or anything, but just like be able to have a conversation if you feel like you need to, to be like, "Hey, like this is what I'm feeling under this situation," or what's being asked of me or what is a policy or whatever. And this is not, I gotta be honest, like it's not working for me or whatever. And to be able to have those conversations without judgment or without blaming is huge. It's very important. Dancers very rarely have had those conversations. And especially if you're like in a non-union space, you're really not having those conversations. And so being willing to be brave to speak up and have those conversations around what you're feeling and what you need, I think is is powerful. Obviously, you're not always gonna get what you need from people, but I guarantee if you're speaking on what you need and you realize, hey, like maybe I can get that by myself somewhere else outside of my job, like you'll get what you need and then maybe you'll feel like you have A balance so you can show up to your job and not be so upset about something because you're getting what you need from somewhere else and I think that's a very important part of like when we're asking for something that we want especially if we want something you are not gonna get it all the time you can think that you're on the right side of history but baby girl or boy you are not going to get it all the time very rarely you can't always get what you want Mick Jagger said it so clearly. But if you try sometimes, you might get what you need, you know? And again, you might not always get what you need from the person that you think you're gonna, that you are asking it from. What else can you do? I mean, like I was saying before, just be brave in the spaces of new dance, new movement, being willing. Honestly, that's all anybody who's teaching or choreographing or whatever wants to see is that you're willing you are willing to explore for yourself if you've agreed to come to a class or to show up to a rehearsal hopefully the people in the front are being respectful and all that they want to see is that like because you've agreed to be there that you're you're willing to put yourself into it you know and explore and that goes back to what I was saying before, it can feel awkward and weird and not good. But if you have the mindset of like, I'm just curious and exploring and we'll see how bad it goes, <laughs> or great, you know, or like, I'll see what I need to work on. You're gonna, you're, it's that's gonna translate to people in the, who are watching, not even in the front, just anybody who's watching. And that's gonna resonate. It's gonna resonate with them. And that's what art's about, is resonating with people. And so even if it's not beautiful or perfect, you're resonating being a fucking human. And we're all just trying, that's really all we're just out here trying to do in this world is to connect to each other. And that's what art is about, is connecting with somebody. And so if you can resonate your human self through dance, that messiness, oh my gosh, what a relief to people who are watching. It's like, yo, this person is out here being themselves, As a messy human being, but letting that light and divinity shine through them, through that messiness, oh my gosh, what a relief. Now I don't have to feel so bad when I feel messy, you know, in my daily life. That's a beautiful thing. Very few people can do that. So the more that you can step into that space and be willing to express those aspects of yourself, those human parts of yourself through movement, oh my goodness, the resonance is just... It's spectacular. It's truly spectacular and so beautiful. It, it's just it's something that just like opens up hearts and makes people fall into love, dive into love. And I mean love in, in the, like a healing aspect. It's just so healing. And so you can be a part. you can be an individual who is a part of that healing of the world. I mean, this is how dance heals the world. I'm not even kidding right now. It is so vulnerable to, sh- to move your body and to show off your expression through your movement. And when I say vulnerable, I don't mean that in a scary way. I mean that in like a, a beautiful way where when you're vulnerable, you actually have a strength that is very rarely used in this world and is the strongest thing in this world that changes humans for the better that changes Systems for the better that changes the fucking world for the better and the more that you can put that in your Frequency in your energy field as you're moving your body. Oh my god. That is so powerful holy macaroni as They say Crazy It's just amazing. Anyway, this is me just like going off about dance dance is so freaking cool. And I just want everybody out there who loves to dance to just dive into it no matter what. And don't be afraid of being perfect. I mean, I mean that in both sense. Don't be afraid of not being perfect in terms of like, you have to do something perfect. And don't be afraid of being your perfect, messy, human, beautiful self. Don't be afraid of that. You're already perfect, so don't be afraid of that. And don't let the fear of having to be perfect in this like idealized manner get in the way of your perfection as an artist, as a dancer, as an artist and dancer who is deepening and exploring who they are as an artist and dancer every day. And that is your own personal journey. That is nobody else's journey who can dictate it for you. That is your personal journey. And so when you're given the opportunity to explore that in many different ways, I'm just asking that for any dancer that they dive into that wholeheartedly. And let me tell you, I'm talking to myself. I'm always talking to myself. I'm always speaking to myself. But when I was able to discover that for myself, where I could could be like, you know what? It's gonna be messy. Let's see what happens. It's not gonna be perfect. I'm really nervous about doing this, but I'm gonna do it anyway, and I'm going to exhale my nerves out and try to have a little bit more of a cognizant engagement with myself as I'm moving so that I can learn something and not just be in my fear brain about it and just be like, oh my God, it's over, and not have any awareness of what happened. And the more that I was able to do that, the more I've been able to just like be be me, to me, which is kind of hard for a lot of people out here. And it's, I mean, it's always hard for all of us, honestly, to really face all parts of yourself. But when you can do that with your dancing, the more you can do that with yourself in emotional and mental and spiritual ways, and that's how you start to upgrade yourself. And that's how we change the world. It really is. I mean, it's just like, that's just how it goes. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same, and also always the same, but it does always change, and that's beautiful.